Hey guys, welcome to the happy hour. Who doesn't love a good happy hour? I'm coming at you real and unfiltered to talk about self-care, mental health, and life. This podcast is designed to encourage, educate, and uplift each person that listens. I'm coming from both a clinical standpoint and a personal point of view to discuss various matters. The happy hour is here to let each listener know that no matter what you may be going through, you can turn your obstacles into triumphs. So go ahead and like, share, subscribe, follow, do all those great things, but just make sure you also listen. Hey, everybody out there. Happy Friday and welcome to happy hour. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, Today, we're going to talk about mental health and the stigma that surrounds mental health. If you did not know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So, you know, I've been trying to make some posts. And if you follow my IG page, Happy Hour with Ashley, you'll see some of the posts that I have been making. So I'll just go through some of them because, you know, like I said, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. So going to a counselor or a therapist when you're feeling sad or overwhelmed should be as normal as going to the doctor when you have the flu. Let's end the stigma about mental health. And if you didn't know, again, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and let's help end the stigma against mental health. So there are so many people on antidepressants. You know, depression is real. They have lawyers on antidepressants, teachers, waiters, musicians, athletes on antidepressants, soldiers in the military, firefighters, CEOs, police officers, politicians, actors, writers, artists, scientists, doctors, nurses, social works, social workers, and therapists. And I will say that I am a therapist that is on antidepressants. Um, You know, mental illness is nothing to be ashamed of. It's an illness like any other physical illness. And I think that's where a lot of people get it misconstrued, thinking that, you know, it's this taboo thing that nobody should have. But the same way you have the flu or a cold or cancer or, I don't know, lupus or anything else, you can have depression or anxiety or schizophrenia or bipolar disorder or any of those things. So it's, it's an illness. It is an illness. It's just dealing with your mental versus your physical. Okay. So if you didn't know, the dictionary defines a stigma as a mark of disgrace associated with a particular circumstance, quality, or person. So a stigma on mental illness would be defined as a person's disgrace or disgust against mental health. I mean, when you really sit there and listen to that and you think about it, You might not want to admit it to yourself, but it's very true. People do stigmatize mental health, especially in the African-American community. I grew up being told what goes on in this house stays in this house. Like you don't tell nobody your business. Well, sometimes when you don't tell nobody your business, remember that uh, analogy I used before that Coke bottle that you shake up and when you let the top go, go That's what happens when you don't let nobody know what's going on with you. And that's how some mental health issues can become worse and just cause more problems and things like that. So that can be formed from the stigma. False beliefs about mental illness can cause significant problems. Negative attitudes and beliefs towards those who have a mental health condition are very common, like more common than you would think. 
Um, I mean, I mentioned in a previous episode that I don't necessarily have a stigma against mental health, but I definitely had a stigma against a medication that I was put on. Um, when I was like really depressed and having suicidal thoughts and I was like, apparently my psychiatrist says my mood was all over the place, but whatever. So she put me on a mood stabilizer, but me being a clinician, I know a lot of medications. So the mood stabilizer she chose to put me on, I've heard it for, you know, psychosis and, 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 and bipolar disorder and things like that. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to be on that. No, no, no. And that was my stigma. Myself as a clinician had a stigma. So it, it's real and it's more common than you, you would think it would be. <clears throat> Stigmas can lead to discrimination, which can be obvious and direct or unintentional and subtle. So like mine against the medication I was placed on, that mine was unintentional and subtle, but it was a stigma. And then there's the obvious and direct ones where, oh, that person's crazy. First of all, that's not a word we like to use. Nobody's crazy, but that person's crazy and they have issues and they can't, you know, they can't hang out with us. Or they can't do this. They can't do that. that that's direct and intentional. So some harm, harmful effects of stigmas. Um, <clears throat> a person is reluctant to seek treatment. So because of that stigma, a person is reluctant to seek treatment. I mean, if you think about black men, we'll just, we'll just, we'll bring it there for a second. Black men, they're the most reluctant to seek treatment. And that's in my personal opinion, but I'm pretty sure it's probably verified in some type of statistics or something. But first of all, a man don't want to talk to nobody about what they're going through. Men are taught to be so tough and so this and so that. Don't have any emotions. Don't let nobody see you cry. You know, suck it up, yada, yada, yada. Well, that just, you know, if something really is going on with them, whether they have a mental health diagnosis or whether they're depressed or whether they're having suicidal thoughts or they're going through a divorce or they're they're struggling with job issues, those things, financial, especially for a man, financial can, can weigh on you. So not seeking treatment in those moments when you could benefit from it that's one of the stigmas that's one of the harmful effects of stigma another one is the lack of understanding from those around so you know if you have friends and they don't understand like oh you know why you know do you take this medication or why did you have to go to the hospital or why you go to therapy you know they don't understand it and and that's another thing about the stigma um fewer opportunities for work school social activities or housing so um, I don't know if anybody watches Shameless and, you know, it is a TV show, but whatever. Um, one of the brothers, um, I just forgot his name that quick, but one of the brothers had bipolar disorder. And when he tried to get a job as an EMT on the application, they asked that question and he didn't, he circled no, but then he went into a manic episode. And so they were like trying to fire him. And so that, that's for your opportunities for work for school. You know, sometimes you might can't get into a school you want or or social activities you know people might not hang out with you or you know housing things like that though those those are some of the harmful effects of stigma another effect is bullying physical violence or harassment so say that you know you're you're you do have a more severe diagnosis or you do have you know these different things especially like say you have bipolar disorder where you're in mania and somebody can definitely bully you or, or fight you because you're doing the 
you're doing a lot of stuff in mania you're impulsive you don't sleep you you just do a lot so that can come from that or harassment like people with you know psychosis who think that the elephant is really in the room and it's 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 gray and it's it's honking its little trunk at it and and everybody else is like i don't see that so they can get harassed because of that they can be like oh you know you're crazy that kind of stuff so that's another harmful effect um health insurance that doesn't cover treatment so especially since i've been working at the crisis line I get a lot of calls with people that don't have any insurance and because they don't have insurance, they don't have their medications and they need that medication to be able to live and maintain a regular life. So a lot of insurances might not cover it. But luckily, like I said, if you live in Georgia, you can call the crisis line at 1-800-715-4225 and we can link you to services for mental health without having insurance. There are resources most of them are called community service boards and they have them in each county like Cobb has a csb which stands for community service board you know the cab has one like a lot of people have you know these um csus that you can go to and get treatment without having insurance but that's another um effect of the stigma and then the last thing is that you believe that you'll never succeed or improve so i don't know if you recall the episode maybe episode five with saint jane who said in the beginning she felt like she would only be this and then once she realized and that was a stigma against herself but once she realized that she could be anything you know there's people out there with all type of diagnoses that are able to live you know life like I said there can be you can do anything I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie A Beautiful Mind um and I think it's based on a true story and it's about this guy that is brilliant I mean beyond brilliant and he has schizophrenia and so he with his schizophrenia he has hallucinations in which he sees and hears this guy and I think a little girl as well um so he you know off his meds he was brilliant but he did a lot of you know things that were sketchy that you know because he was off his meds but once he got put on his meds he didn't like to be on his meds because they decreased his ability to be as brilliant or i hope that makes sense like he was still brilliant but he wasn't able to link into the things he was linking into prior um so i don't even know why i started talking about that but yeah (laughs) um so steps to cope with stigma so get treatment i mean as as much as it is a stigma to get treatment you know, especially for the black community or men or people in the military. Let me tell you, it's a lot of people that are jacked up in the military and they won't go talk to nobody about it because they feel like it's going to be, you know, something on them. But let me tell you, I was in the military and I went to therapy all the time. Like, and they diagnosed me with like adjustment disorder and mood disorder and depression and I don't know, anxiety and something else. And it benefited because now that I'm out the military and I still have all those issues, it's documented that I had something wrong with me and now I get disability for it. So, you know, that big stigma about not getting treatment, like say you're, 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 you're somebody that's getting the, starting the, the, the symptoms, the onset of psychosis or bipolar disorder or schizophrenia, schizoaffective, anything like that. And you, well, it's going to be hard to hide too, once you get deep into it, but you're trying not to treat it you know if you treat it the earlier you treat it the better it is you have to manage it um another step to cope with stigma is don't let your stigma create self-doubt and shame don't be don't be shamed 
Like I said, a mental illness is just like a physical illness, except it deals with your brain versus your body. And don't be ashamed. It's just an illness. It's just an illness. So don't let that stigma create self-doubting yourself or shaming yourself. Don't isolate yourself. You know, sometimes that happens where people will start having onsets of symptoms or start, you know, not wanting to be around people because they're not their normal self and they recognize that something else is going on. Don't equate yourself with your illness. You are not bipolar. You are not schizophrenic. You are not, you know, schizoaffective. You are not, you know, any of those things. You live with bipolar disorder. You live with schizophrenia. You know, don't equate yourself with your illness. You are not your illness. You can also join a support group to help cope with the stigma. So they have support groups for absolutely any and everything out there that you could think of. So joining a support group. And then speak out against stigma like I'm doing right now, like St. Jane does all the time, um, like a billion, million, trillion other people do as well. Speak out about it, especially if you live with a mental illness. If you have a close family or friend that lives with a mental illness, speak out about the stigma. Speak out, you know, stop it. Help people understand what it really is. And then what are some ways to fight a stigma? We'll talk openly about mental health like I'm doing right now. You know, it's it's just a part of your life. It doesn't have to define you. It doesn't have to ruin your life. It doesn't have to do any of those things. Speak out, you know, talk about it. Educate yourself and others. If you're somebody that doesn't have an, any type of clue about what any of these diagnoses are and you just assume that somebody's crazy, go read up on it. Go understand it and go, you know, you know, teach yourself some things so that you don't just have this stigmatized thought. Um, be conscious of your language. Again, nobody's crazy. That's not a word we like to use. Somebody's living with a mental health diagnosis, but they are not that mental health diagnosis. Show compassion. You know, you don't know what that person is going through or how the situation is affecting them, how the stigma is affecting them, how their family and friends might treat them differently, things like that. Show compassion. Choose empowerment. Empower those. Don't degrade them. Don't make them feel less than what they are. Show empowerment. And don't harbor self-stigma. So like I said, me, myself, I had this stigma against the medication she tried to put me on. Don't harbor self-stigmas. Don't think just because you're on, you know, a medication or you live with a mental health diagnosis that you have to, you know, be what that what what society wants you to be, you know. <clears throat> so, you know, depression is more than being sad. Anxiety is more than just worrying. And let me tell you, I hate when people are like, oh, just, you know, stop thinking about it. It don't work that way. OCD is more than being tidy. PTSD is more than flashbacks. Bipolar is more than mood swings. Schizophrenia is more than seeing things. Eating disorders are more than being underweight. Borderline personality is more than instability. Addiction is not just a choice. So I just want to jump in those things real quick. Depression is not, is more than being sad. You know, sometimes, and this is something to look out for too. People think when somebody's about to kill themselves, they're only down, depressed. Don't get out their bed. And those are some signs. You know, I went through depression once before where I covered up my window. I quit my job. I stopped going to school and I just sat in it. And there's been times when I still lived my life, but I could tell that I wasn't, you know, the best I could be. 
But sometimes, you know, with depression and especially suicidal thoughts and plans, people get happy and they start giving away stuff and doing these things. So look out for that. Anxiety is more than just worrying. Let me tell you, with my anxiety, my mind races, I sweat, I like get sick to my stomach literally where I have to feel like I'm about to throw up, just things like that. OCD is more than being tidy. You don't just... When, you know, and when you don't know about mental health diagnosis, you're like, oh, you're OCD because you just want to keep everything together. No, they have rituals. They have repetitions they have, they have to do because if they don't, they get really anxious. PTSD is more than just flashbacks. It's irritability. It's um, not trusting anybody. It's not being able to sleep. Like I say with my PTSD, I have to sleep with the door locked. I can't sit with my back to a door. I, you know, every every PTSD symptom doesn't look the same. Bipolar disorder is more than just mood swings, you know, and the way people, well, I'm going to say before I even was in school and the way a lot of people have think, you know, oh, you're happy one minute, you're sad the next. That is not bipolar disorder. You literally go through days of mania and then you might go through some days of um, depression. It's not going to flip flop back and forth. Schizophrenia is more than just seeing things. You know, sometimes with schizophrenia, you don't have any hallucinations. Um... Eating disorders are more than being underweight. You know, that's a body a body issue that you have with yourself. Borderline disorder, personality disorder is more than instability. And addiction is not just a choice. The same way we don't choose, excuse me, we don't choose, you know, to drive the car or I don't even know what that was going to say with that. But anyway, you don't choose to just drink every day. Like it literally is an illness and you can't stop. So just think about those things, you know, when you're, you know, when you're, when you're having that stigma, or even when you're not trying to have a stigma against somebody, but you really need to think about those things because stigmas are real. People are struggling with that. People are having to deal with, you know, hiding and hiding their illness from people or, you know, just not wanting to be honest, being afraid of what other people would think, you know, being afraid of what society might do to them, be a, being afraid of what their future might hold because of this, you know, diagnosis that they may suffer with. But, you know, guys, like I said, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I, um, I encourage each person that listens to just go learn something, anything about mental health, you know, learn about a certain diagnosis or a disorder, learn about something about therapy, learn about a statistic when it comes to suicide or learn about, you know, medications. Just go out and learn one thing before May is over and you have a week to figure out, you know, to be able to understand more about mental health because when you when you understand it more, you can help fight the stigma more. Okay? So again, I thank you guys for listening. I hope you got something out of this and I hope I didn't ramble too much. <laughs> but yeah, Mental health is real, mental illness is real, and stigmas against it is real. So let's end this stigma, you guys. All right, peace out. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Happy Hour. Be sure to go follow me on Facebook at Therapy with Ashley. You can check out my IG at Happy Hour with Ashley. Or you can even check out my website, www.ashleyjohnsoncounseling.com. 
Thanks for joining the happy hour. If you want to be a supporter of this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, click the link under the details or go to anchor.fm slash happy hour with Ashley slash support. And once you're there, you can choose to become a supporter with 99 cent a month, $4.99 a month or $9.99 a month. Again, thank you for joining happy hour. Remember to like, share, subscribe and make sure you listen.